Welcome to Becoming a Wise Agent. This podcast is dedicated to revealing the latest trends, strategies, and best practices to implement in your real estate CRM. Good morning, good afternoon, um, depending on where you're coming from. I would love to see, and I know my friend here, Carrie, would love to see where everyone is joining from. So in the bottom, there's a chat button. If you wouldn't mind posting um, what um, city, state, and brokerage you're with and how many years you've been in the industry, I love seeing that. Oh, we've got people from Illinois and Florida. Um, so um, Chicago, are my hometown. So um, awesome. My name is Eleni Summershields. Um, and I have my friend here, Carrie Little. She too is out of the Chicagoland area. I am excited to have um, Carrie with us here. She is the managing broker owner of Caremark Realty and a wise agent um, member as well and a good friend of wise agent and mine. So Carrie, thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And you know, one of the cool things is, is I'm, I'm also licensed in Florida, but my Florida friends don't worry. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I am an expert on all of your tools. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. I was excited when you told me about that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, we love our, um, we got a lot of people coming in from Florida, some people from Vegas. So, um, and quite a few from Illinois, um, where, where that's where you're coming from. Where, where are you again in the, in the Chicagoland area? So I am in the Chicago, I'm in the suburbs in a city called West Chicago, which is west. out west of Chicago with no yeah. traffic. <laughs> so I'm closer to a city called Naperville, really closer to yeah. St. Charles, Illinois. Yeah, that's what and I was Maybe one of the Wahlbergs lives next to me. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Do they really? Yeah, they're in St. Charles. Oh, okay. That's uh, mm -hmm. Donnie and Jennifer, yeah. right? Yeah. Awesome. So we're not going to be talking about the Wahlbergs today. We're going to be talking about strategies for winning listings in any market. Because like you said, Carrie, you are licensed in two states in Illinois and in Florida. And I know a lot of people are, you know, the, the struggle is real, my friends. I understand. Carrie understands that. Like, how does, what are some of these strategies that um, we're going to dive deep into that you can be utilizing your CRM, utilizing some of the tools that you have either from your MLS and so association. Um, what can you be doing today in order to stay ahead of the curve from everyone else, right? And kind of put yourself out there. And so Carrie, I'd love to hear some of the things. And we got a ton of questions. We got a ton of people on this webinar too, but we got a ton of questions from people. Um, the, same, the one that I saw over and over again is like, how do I get more listings? Right. People are just like, how do I do this? I, I need to know, like, what are some of your strategies for like Rita that's listening and Krista and Michelle and um, and and Dennis, who's saying that is not Chicago. It's not Chicago. It's Chicago land, Dennis. But I'm in the suburbs. I own a condo downtown Chicago, yeah. but I grew up. My husband grew up in the city of Chicago and I grew up about 10 minutes from Chicago. We own a condo, but I am in West Chicago. Yeah. Suburbs. But no one knows, in yeah, my Chicago folks, just know, yeah. wherever I go, if I say I'm in Illinois, they're like, hey, Chicago. So everyone in Illinois is from Chicago, even though the Chicago folks are like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We get it. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. Um, exactly. Exactly. We got a lot of people having opinions on that. Um so, so Carrie, back to some of the strategies. I know that in this market right now in Illinois and, and pretty much uh, everywhere across the, the nation right now, people are wondering, like, how do I, 
how do I get that next coveted listing? Like, what are some of the things that you could maybe um, give some insight to our, our viewers on what they can be and our listeners, what they can be doing to, to get that next transaction? So let me say this. We all keep hearing, get back to the basics. And oh, hey, Tanya and my friend from California. I just came from California. So we keep hearing, go back to the basics. I'm going to challenge everyone today, even though we're going to give you strategy to get that next listing, become an expert with reading data. Yes. The stuff that no one likes. You couldn't have paid me to try to learn data. I hated data in uh, high school. I hated math, but here's what I know. And, and if you get to the point where you can make it simple, it'll change your business. So I'll give you a stat here in Illinois. August, 2014, we had around 82,000 listings. March, 2023, in the Northern Illinois area, we had tw a little under 24,000 listings. That's like a huge change. Yeah. And so when we think about trying to get listings, I want all of you to take a deep breath. It's not necessarily your fault. We've got homeowners that are choosing to wait because interest rates went up, although they may be a great candidate to cash out because even though interest rates are up, we also know that home prices are up. Median sales prices are higher than they've been in decades. However, if if I am not, if my mortgage isn't paid off and I, and I have an interest rate under, let's say just 5% and interest rates are close to 7%, go talk to your lenders to find out what it is today. Yeah. I might not want to cash out to go buy something at a higher price, even though I might make money. So homeowners are staying put. So you, you we have to think about how do we get someone to talk to us today so we can convert them into a potential seller. And I will add to that is this, is knowing who is in your database and what they have, meaning are they, do they own just one property, their primary residence and that's it? Or do they own multiple properties? Because that's a sweet spot. And that's what we talked about kind of last week is that if you have people in your database that own multiple properties, this, those are the people that you need to be contacting first that they have that opportunity where they can sell because they don't have to buy again and like, you know, um, worry about the rates and anything else because they can just offload the property that they have, cash out and just, you know, wait, wait out for, for something else to happen. That's the importance of the CRM is when you start utilizing the data that you collect, right? It's not just about, it's not just about like, oh, just get me a list of people and that's all I need. Uh, you need a little bit more, yeah, right? Carrie, what did you more. say? And I would, that's so true. And, you know, with, so within the CRM, so in Wise Agent, um, I have, for those of you that don't know, I'm a, I'm the managing broker owner and my husband, he's my agent. <laughs> and he <laughs> actually, love Mark. That, right. He's the one that is working my database, but sometimes I have to step back in. And even right now, even some of my agents have felt the, like all of a sudden people have decided not to make decisions to move. But the great thing about my CRM is I'm like, you know what, Mark, agents in my office, I'm coming back to prove to you that this really does work. So I traditional went back to traditional, sent a direct mail piece. 
to everyone that was a, one of my clients. Now, I still communicated with them via email, but I went traditional and I have been mailing consistently now since uh, the end of 2022. And what's great is my clients started to reach back out to me. So we have two potential clients that bought. One bought in 2008, who was a great candidate to cash out. And another person bought in 2014. And now they're in a position to move because the youngest kid is about to graduate from high school. The one from 2008 has to move out of state. So they don't have an option. But they bought at such a great price that even if they did have to buy again in another state, even if the interest rate is higher, they have more money to put down. So you're absolutely right. Um, oh, and then what I did is, even though I sent the direct mail piece, is I'm the person, I'm managing agents in the office. I put them in, put everyone in the, in the client relationship management tool, Wise Agent, and I now have them where I can, when I need to follow up, I can schedule the emails. And one person, she was like, Carrie, I know I disappeared on you. I see your updates, but it lets her know that I'm remaining consistent. So she said, okay, I'll be back in town May 15th. And that's where we're going to get everything done. So truth in traditional, truth in looking for your past clients, your database of people that could own multiple properties or they bought at a price where now it makes sense for them to make a decision to move. Like my husband would sell our house if someone knocked on the door because we bought at that great price and the neighbors just sold over more, at least three properties in our neighborhood sold over uh, a half a million and we didn't buy anywhere near that. Yeah. That's how I think that's why we get along and why I love Mark so much. Cause he's like my husband, he was trying to get me to sell my house. And I'm like, stop looking at the data in the neighborhood. I'm not moving. I'm not interested. Um, and, but they're motivated but a little right, different. They are definitely. Right. But I think that's, that's another key component to all of this is, you know, keeping up and keeping in touch with your clients. So then you're the one, if they are like, if one of them is motivated by money, right. And they can convince the other partner, you know, to, um, to sell, you should be the one giving them that data. And it shouldn't just be, you know, they're looking on, you know, my husband's not a realtor. So he looks on Zillow and realtor.com and whatever. He's looking at those portals. He's not talking to anyone. But he's looking at those at those statistics, and this is where. And please don't do not reach out to my husband because I don't want to sell. But um, <laughs> I'm like, wait a I'm like, let me put that out there. Please do not. I do not want to sell my house. Um, but it is. It's you know knowing knowing a little bit about your clients and knowing who they are and what's happening in their life. Um, you know, so then they can make some of these decisions. You are the one that should be informing them because then that's how the relationship is forged. That's how, that's how you come together. Um, you know, you mentioned direct mail. I'd love to see like, or hear about what is on your direct mailer. Do you have one? You know, I, I, I do. <laughs> I know we didn't even prep for this. I, I didn't, I do, you know, and, and this is, this it's, it's in black and white because I ran out of color, but then it, uh, the color came back, you know in the day. Yeah. So I have, you know, a marketing piece where I use data, data. Okay. And I use 2023 data and 2013 data. And then I did ask chat GPT to summarize it and compare 2013 yeah. to 2023. Oh, and it's like a paragraph format. It's a paragraph and it yeah. is, it, and, and it's very basic. 
I use my landing page from uh, Wise Agent. And then I send this out. And I'm telling, for all of you that are like, oh my gosh, Carrie, this is work. It is called work. If you trust us, and you put, you know, stuff the envelopes. And some of you, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm like, I'm back. And you'll see me in like time-lapse. We are stuffing envelopes. This is what we were stuffing for the neighborhood I live in and for my past clients. Because at this point, I'm looking for people that don't have a mortgage. I have three people in the neighborhood I live in that don't live in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and they don't have a mortgage. And 36 that... um don't have a mortgage, but they live in the neighborhood. So these are the, I'm very strategic. I can mail to 200 houses, but right now I need to be very specific. So I mail to everyone, maybe every six months, but I am now being very specific. So I target the right audience. And I had wrote half of them and I had, and put labels on the rest of them to do a test. Let's see who calls me. And then I'm, I'm, I'm tracking who I mailed them to. Yeah. I love that. I love that. But I love that um, what what Tanya said here, we can't complain about the work we don't put in. Um, I That's like 100%, you know, truth to that. There is going to be some work involved. I mean, in anything that you do, and I, I hear that all the time from people that are like, okay, I need to start my wise agent account, but can you guys go through all of my contacts? And I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. We cannot do that. That That's something I don't know these people. We don't know these people. You know these people. You need to put your database in and clean it up. And then like Carrie is doing, do the work, right? Figure it out. Who it, Who are you targeting? And you don't have to target like five thousand people at one time it could be a small pool of people but it has to be the right pool exactly and here's what's crazy is um you already know that i i I uploaded my database and i was like oh there's a reason why you told me to email so i broke my wise agent account (laughs) we fixed it so i can be a little more strategic the hardest part of real estate is just like tanya was saying is you you have to put in the work and my 20 year old He's an entrepreneur and we were having a fun conversation the other day and he was like, mom, these kids come into the local grocery store because he works there. And he's like, I don't understand how you can have a four hour shift and take five breaks. I was like, back up, let's talk. And so, and he's an entrepreneur. He has over 200,000 followers on TikTok. He's a gamer and he does video editing. And I said, as an entrepreneur, I asked him the question. What, it, what would you say to someone that wants to be an entrepreneur? And he said, you have to be the person that gets up, gets dressed, and gives yourself the work, and you have to complete the work. If a 20-year-old can say that, and when you're saying people want you to clean up their database, listen, I'm happy to clean up your database for $500 an hour. The point is, is if you just took a second, and it could be, that you're taking your time, go sit at the local coffee shop, go find another corner in your house, go collaborate with friends, all five real estate agents sit in an office and everyone say for 30 minutes, this is what we're going to do. My sister, I I can't remember what that timer is called. There's some kind of theory where every 20 minutes you focus, then you get up, come back for 20 minutes. If you know that you, because entrepreneurs, we can procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. But if you put in the work, you can be that producing agent, even if it's like, Carrie, I only need $60,000 a year, go for it. I want to say, this was me, 2001. I needed $60,000 a year. I wanted to go to all of my kids' um, 
sporting events, and then I wanted to take them to the swimming pool. So for me, it wasn't about being the top producer. Oh, and by the way, we didn't have Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and all that TikTok and Instagram. Um, for me, it was, I just needed, I, I put into place what I needed and I put in the work. Yeah. There it is, Carla, Carla the Pomodoro technique. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and so I want to I want to go back to what you said about what we were talking about with cleaning up your database and I want to show everyone I'm going to share my screen here because I think this is important for people to understand like that part of it can be automated as well. Now, um there's a caveat to that and I'm going to show you I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Let me go here to my my demo account. So what you can do is you can use one of the landing pages and Patricia that this kind of goes to your question as well like what wise agent link do you put on the that does Carrie put in the direct mail is the landing page link here, right? And so what you can do in here is you can just have take any one of our templates, you know, and you can use like help um, help me to get to know you. This is a great template that you can, you know, zhuzh up and um, make your own, right? Edit it out. Um, and what you would do is you would take, find the people in your database that you have a cell phone number only, right? You have maybe a first or last name and then just their mobile number. You don't have an email address. You don't have a physical address. And what you can do is you can say, hey, I'm updating my um, database. You edit this, you create this landing page, I'm updating my database. I'd love for you to fill out this form so I can have all of your information, all of your contact information, and I can send you some, um, you know, some market updates again because you want to provide value. And I what have a better you idea? Yeah. Don't miss out this holiday season when I when because I'm updating my list and I want to make sure that you get whatever it is. Like some people give out pies, some people drop off baskets. Uh, whether you celebrate the holidays or not, some people are like, oh. I'm not getting that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because people don't want to miss out. There's the FOMO, of course. I mean, I know I have a friend, um, Shelly, she does um, Halloween pumpkin carving contest. And you've got to post on social, you've got to tag her, you've got to do all these things. And then, you know, the, the kids win a prize. I don't know, they win something, a gift card to McDonald's, even though kids nowadays they don't really they want sushi. They don't they want just, McDonald's. No, they just want a DoorDash. <laughs> they want DoorDash. They exactly. just want a DoorDash link. Exactly. But it's, you know, it's as simple as just creating a landing page and then sending this out. And so then finding the people in your database that you have information for. So then you can come into your contact list and say, just find everyone that I only have, you know, an email address for. And then send that link in an email and have them fill it out. And what the system will do is it'll find them and it'll attach them to that same contact record and update it. So like for Camilla, I don't have a phone number for her. Well, I would, you know, if I were to send her this, it would fill out her mobile number if that's part of the information that I'm requesting from her. But then also make it a little bit more personalized where you can ask like, hey, so what's your favorite flower? What's your favorite sports team or whatever it is so you can connect with them if you don't know some of that information. You all know, you've all heard me say this is my biggest pet peeve on social media when I see some of these real estate groups or people are like, I wanna give a gift to one of my clients and I don't know what to give. What do you think I should give them? And I was like, why are you crowdsourcing that? Like, don't you know them? You, you should know them. You should know them. And so this is how you would get some of that information. But then also, you know, the co consistent follow-up and the consistent conversation and always adding notes. I mean, 
we have notes in here and I know because I, I struggle with this sometimes like I get busy and I'm like I got into the office this morning because I'm like I didn't put in my notes from yesterday so I can come back and I can change this note date I'm just sending this to everyone showing this right now because this was for me I had to come in here yes you know this morning and say oh I need to put my notes in this is the time I talked I did this I said this I need to make that follow-up and then I can save this note and, you know, one of the things that this is great with is um, if you, whether you're the broker owner and you're sending a lead to another agent, but it's really great if you have a team, even if it's a team of two, because if you have to go out of town or someone else has to take over, they can go back in history. When you call another company and, they're, and, and they say, you know, thank you for calling, this call is being recorded for training purposes, they're also taking notes because the next time you call that company, that company, the representative, the customer service rep is going to have to go back to the notes. You are essentially a customer service company. So why not take advantage of it and make sure you put all of your notes in the feed, in, in that, that client's uh, account or in their, I call it the digital folder. What's the correct yeah. name? The, their contact summary. There you go. Contact summary. summary. Their contact summary. Like I like having a summary of what what's happening. I, I like having a, you know, before I make any, before I pick up the phone and call anybody, before I email, before I text, I'm, I want to make sure like, what was the previous conversation about? I mean, I, you know, I, I try, I have a pretty good memory, but there's some things that still slip through the cracks just because, I mean, it just does. There's a lot of information going around. And so I just take a quick glance back at my last note and say, oh yeah, I forgot. I got to mention this thing in here too. This is what, you know. So it's always best to have that in there. And then when I share that and I say, hey, Carrie, I can't handle this, this lead right now. I can't handle this opportunity. Will you be able to take over for me? Because I've got, you know, or I want to refer it out. And now I can get that referral. And now I've set up Carrie for success. Or if she's on my team and I'm distributing leads, whatever it is, you're setting everyone up, not just yourself, but your, um, your entire team and your brokerage for success. Um, Rob is asking. Um, so yeah. show that while I, I you know, okay. I, the heart, I'm telling you, if, if we as real estate agents got this and you were taking notes, the value of I'm ready to transition into something else in real estate is you could build a team and someone else can run the team because you were taking advantage of your database in, in the CRM, logging everything, tracking what you've done. How many houses did you show? You know, which ones did they like? Are they, Your clients are telling you what they love based on what they're looking at. And if you look at the notes, you're like, they're not pulling the, the trigger to buy anything. Oh, it's because they said they wanted this. They've already changed their mind. And I can tell just by looking at the information. Yeah, absolutely. And so Rob, I'm going to show the, the landing pages here. Um, these are the templates that we have and you can just build off of them. So you can do, we have a template for inviting people to an open house, but we also have a template for signing into an open house. This one's kind of like a more simplified format. This one has a little bit more details in it, but this is all customizable. You can change the questions around, change the images and whatnot around. Um, and I always tell people, if you have an open house, please do not use a piece of paper and making yourself, you know, do more work. I do not believe in doing more work for, you know, when you can use technology to do it for you. This sign-in form, once they click on submit and they submit their information, it will automatically go into their, your WiseAgent account. 
and you will have all of this information and it'll be sourced properly with, you know, the name, date and time of um, that they signed in and which, which open house you were doing. So then you can say, oh, this house sold or it reduced. Can, can I build a landing page for my um, wealth building seminar? Yes, ma'am. Of course. Of course. Because I, you know, I'm, I'm still learning the CRM. So yes. that, first anything. of all, with just going to an open house and having the real paper, people, like they put down anything. You yeah. know, when you tell them, you know, the, the homeowner wants to know who's been in their home. And I'm sure you can appreciate that because if we came to your home, you'd want to know who's been through your home. Yeah please fill out this form. But if you had a, a, a workshop, if you had a seminar, you know, home buyers one-on-one, but what if it is, you know, I like the next generation likes wealth building. So anything, anytime, I mean, I think right now, especially with the interest rates where they're at, partner up with a loan officer. I had um, Alicia Romo. She's one of our, you know, she's a wise agent member and, member and a friend of ours. She was on a few weeks ago and she's a loan officer. She does a bunch of lunch and learns and whatnot where you can co-host a lunch and learn with your lender to invite your clients to, and they would invite people as well, join forces and say, hey, let me talk to you about what's happening in the real estate market. You talk about what's happening in the market. They talk about the interest rates. You have a landing page that everyone signs in and do what our friend uh, Marky says is print out a QR code, have them have the QR code where they scan and it takes them to that landing page, right? And then what happens is both of you, let's say Carrie's the agent, I'm the loan officer, we both can have the leads coming to us together because we would use the lead rules that do that. And now we're like, this, this is an engaged audience. We already know they're engaged. They're wanting people that are not interested in buying or selling are not going to come to sit and listen for an hour and a half, two hours on what's happening in the market and what's happening in the rates, unless they want to become an agent, which in that case, then you can use it for recruiting to your brokerage. So, I mean, really, this is the group of people that you want to target and you want to engage with consistently and constantly. And in order to get their contact information, use one of our landing pages. And people so, will fill it out. I, you know, and I always say QR code and link, and maybe that's just my age. Yeah. I like the link just in case the QR code didn't scan. Yeah. Uh, there are some, some of us have older smartphones and they just don't work the same. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good with both. Yeah. But I think it's um, having any kind of um, environment where you're providing information that you are able to, um, to capture information from an audience, use a landing page to capture that. And, um, and then, and then, <laughs> the follow-up has to happen, put them on a drip campaign, but don't just, you know, the term set it and forget it is like, I, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I, I can't stand that term. It's not, it That's is when you're cooking dinner in a crock pot, right? Exactly. But it should be like, you can set the system up and, and, but just don't forget that you still have to do something. You still have to engage with them and make that phone call phone calls are back. I mean, they kind of went away for a little while, in my opinion. And then in 2020, they came back. I mean, I was not very, I was not calling many people in 2019, 2018. It was a lot through text. And 2020, people just wanted to hear people's voices. 
I wasn't calling anybody in 2001. We would mm-hmm. all go to the office. We and the, and our broker would we'd all call people and have a pizza. We'd do it together, and it was painful for me. There's something about inbound marketing that really, really does work. You tell them what you're doing, whether it's you're creating short videos, whether you're creating an individual post to get people to scan or 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 to go to the link. I will tell you, when I see that we put QR codes on social media, I always pause because I know there's an app where you can scan a QR code from a post on social media, but you probably at least want some a place for them to actually just click. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't even need an app, but I, I'll share that little insight with okay, you. Okay. Well, I know there's a way. I've done it. There's a way. There's it. a way of doing it. A while, so. Um, and so a, some, a couple of you are reminding me that I, I'm mentioning some things that maybe you're not familiar with within Wise Agent. The lead automation is one of those things. So let me explain that here. So with the lead automation, this is what happens is um, after you, any, any type of lead that you get, any internet lead, right? Even a landing page is considered an internet lead. Um, would come in automatically into Wise Agent and follow the rules through our lead automation, through our lead management. So I can come in here and say, I'm going to create a rule for, um, you know, this one, two, three, four Main Street landing page, right? Somebody came into my open house. And so now I want to make sure that they're going to get some kind of information back for me. And so I want to make sure that I'm going to follow up with them and I'm going to give them my monthly newsletter. Right. So I'll tag them in with that. So then I know, um, you know, on, on June 1st that they will, they'll get my monthly newsletter. I'll add them, you know, I can add them to a, a drip campaign. So maybe I'll add them to an open house drip campaign, which seems to have been renamed. Um, but then I can add them to that. I'll add them to my call list. So then it reminds me to call them as soon as I get back from that open house and I get back to my office, I can, you know, or to my desk, I can, you know, reach out and, and get that. I would personally also turn on the notification email because I like knowing who I'm talking to. So if somebody fills out that form, then you know, like, oh, hey, Bob, nice to meet you. I'm Eleni. Welcome to 134 Main Street. You get the notification of who's coming in. Um, It can be as a text or an email. I always do text. And then you see their contact information, whatever they've filled out on, um, you know, on that form. But then you can also respond to them automatically with an email. Now, on an open house, I probably wouldn't do an instant email. I would probably do an instant text with saying something, highlighting some feature of the property. I would say, hey, don't forget to go out back and look at that beautiful gazebo. Or did you know that the lot size of this is whatever, um, abnormally large or whatever, whatever it could be you could also include a property flyer in here. So you could include the property flyer of the listing that they're at, which is nice if it's an open house. And then all of this would happen. So you set this up one time, you you set up the landing page one time and the automation, all the rules, it doesn't matter if you have one person filling out that open house form or a million people, the rules will stay in place um, for that landing page forever. This is like, this is great because just the idea of a text and they're walking through and they're previewing the home and you just say, hey, don't forget the wine cellar or don't forget the deep poor basement. And yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact I mean, that you have social media, 
is huge because so many agents right now with all of the updates to with Meta, you have to agree to the terms so you don't violate fair housing. And because you have all of this built in, it's easier to place ads where I found even going directly through the, the platform, I had I was working a lot harder and things were getting denied. Yeah. Let's talk about that because I know, um, you know, we're talking about how do you get more listings and I think this is a great way of doing it. I'm going to share my screen one more time here and go to our digital ads um, feature because this is something that, you know, with digital ads, you can do so many things and target a specific area. You can target, you know, meta, like you mentioned, Carrie has They've been changing some things. You can't do some of the targeting that you could have done maybe five to 10 years ago. Some of that has changed, but there is still a lot of, you gotta love live demos. Hold on, let me, let me see. Sorry, what's I get it, but. Uh, oh, here we go. Okay, it just doesn't like when I share. It always something. happens on uh, when you're streaming. Live demos always, right? So you can have um, a just listed, a just sold ad, um, and then I want to I want to talk about some of these you know labels that we have here. So there's one for you know just sold with sell, so you can capture seller leads. So we have in here um, the 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 specific kind of audience and the specific type of ad that you'll be running, right? So you want to make sure that you're running something where um, you know this this property just sold, and you know what you guys. You don't have to, and Carrie can speak to this. You don't always have to, as long as you're making note of it. So it was sold by so and so in your the same office or the same bro or whatever brokerage. As long as you're disclosing that, it doesn't necessarily have to even be one of your listings. It could be something that you know that you were on the buy side of or whatever it was. When you're on the buy side, and I this is where I do push you back and say, make sure you talk to your you know you know your your laws for your state, but. I know for a fact in Illinois, when you're on the buy side, I have the right to market the property as sold. And it's, it's typically true everywhere. You will need your own content. And then you have to get permission if you're going to use someone else's photos. But a lot of times as agents, when, once we close on a property and we were the buyer's agent, we forget you're the one that brought in the buyer. That seller might want to hire you more right. because you brought in the actual buyer. Now, if I'm a listing agent, I'm doing coming soon. I'm putting just listed. I'm putting under contract and I'm saying sold. And I might even do a marketing piece depending on which market you're in. Yeah, um, I specifically, one of Mark's uh, listings, it had 15 offers. And what we did is once that property went under contract, I waited a few days and I sent a mailer out to everyone within the same area. And I said, uh, home went under contract quickly. And we had multiple, we had 15 offers and there might be a buyer that wants your home. If you're thinking about selling, now might be a great time and I can reach out to those other agents. So yeah. the truth is there's so many ways to generate more leads and business begets business. So you got to get out here. You got to you, you post, share this, share your landing pages, work with the people you know, and then target people in your neighborhoods that may not live there, absentee owners, no yes. mortgage. And then the people in your neighborhoods that live there, no mortgage. Yes. Inbound leads. Yeah. And I love what you said, um, what you guys did about those 
you know, there's one listing and 15 offers. Well, it can only go to one person. So those other 14 people doesn't mean that like now they're like, oh, I guess we're not going to buy anything. They're just, they're just, that house isn't available to them. So they need something else. So take those 14 other offers, those 14 other, you know, potential opportunities there and then say, hey, I don't, you know, this one's gone, but I can still show you something else in this neighborhood or in this thing. Let's have that discussion. You still want to make sure that those are, you know, those are still opportunities for yourself. That, that's always a great thing. Yeah, you're, you know, and I, I see the, the the post about ads. Maybe you should address that. And I, and I don't, I don't work for uh, wise agent. I'm just, a, I'm a client. I'm not just a client, but I'm a client. Um, <laughs> But I'll tell you, anytime you're place, you're doing anything extra where there's a cost like stamps or postage or uh, anytime you're you're placing an ad, there there's a cost. Yeah, yeah. So there is, um, and I'll talk a little bit more about the ad spend. But I'll say this is that the home valuation, and we were talking about some of these um, these ads and what you would be running. The home valuation traffic ad is probably one of our most popular ads. This is one, I mean, if you're looking for, for sellers, you know, they're going to want to know their value of the, their property. They might not sell because you might tell them, you know, a number that they were like a little, that they were thinking in their mind, it was a little bit more inflated. Um, so, but really this is our, our number one ad is this one here. Um, as far as the spend, um, each ad, when you go in here and you create the ad, it will walk you through the whole entire process of um, going through. And then, um, so I will just put some dummy data in here. I'll say 902. Well, I'll do our, our Chicago for our Chicago folks. This was 60608. This is Bridgeport. So put in your description in here. And then I'm going to go ahead and, oh, I didn't pick a picture. Okay, there we go. So once I come to this page, this is where it will tell you what your ad spend is like. So you would put in, do you want this to be a recurring subscription? Like, do you want this to be running throughout the, you know, the duration of the year, the month, whatever it is that you want? And then you can put in your ad spend. Like, do you want, you know, you want to put in 200 bucks for the next two weeks? And then it'll just spread that money, you know, so $100 for each week, it'll just spend it until you, you run out of those funds. And then the daily spend, it'll tell you the daily spend and it'll tell you if you're, you know, you're looking good or not. Okay. I so like this because it keeps my, my personal information off of the other platform. I was hijacked. So yeah. to me, this is like, it's safe. I'm the person that can log in. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, there's keywords in these ads. There's um, all of the, um, you know, fair housing rules, all of that. We follow all of that stuff. Obviously, we would be in big trouble if we didn't. So all of those things are already applied to these ads. So you don't need to worry about that. Um, it does also help with keywords. Um, you know, we'll, we do put in maybe not so much on the on the property description, but on uh, for the um, for the home valuation, but on the description of a listing, there are some some words in there and some keywords in there to to be put in. But those are that those are really simple tools that you can utilize um, to create, and you don't have to have a big budget. Um, you can just do something as low as you know hundred dollars for two weeks. I think is what our recommendation is, 
to have that in here, you're spending seven, you know, less than seven bucks a day, which is, I mean, that's a cup of coffee for, um, for most people. So I see the question, um, have I ever received uh, leads from ads? Yes. Now, and I'm, I manage now, but I'm the, so I don't typically do ads to get clients. Although I started back with Wise Asian with Mark. So I am, I'm, when I'm, I'm the person that likes to do video content. And I know you, you have that option here with video content. So I had a post that was two minutes vi uh, video and I paid, first of all, the first lead just came from me talking about home ownership. Then I decided to pay for that ad, to push that ad out to other people. And I, I probably could look up the data. And Marky has used me in her class. So I had, it was like 1.9 million in volume from one ad. And, and, and even when she talks about it, she, she rounded it up to $20. I had spent $10 by myself and I upgraded it to $8 showing an agent how to create an ad. And it, it, that, that video just kept, it got more and more business. So social media ads work. You will still have to convert. It's just like if you buy ads, but I found that when you create content that's more, that reaches your audience, you're still more likely to convert even if you place the ad. And I'll, I'll prove to you that the first person that watched the video, and there were many that were watching when I had created the video, when I was live, but when I paid to advertise and I paid to push it around, I'm going to tell you, Carroll Stream, Illinois, I had closed uh, two people from the, the Carroll Stream post office. So I know that it was that video and they told me they watched the video. Well, video, video helps with the conversion. Um, and I think part of, part of your entire strategy, your marketing strategy would be, it is to obviously capture those leads through an ad. Um, and then after you capture them from the ad does not necessarily mean that you are going to the closing table tomorrow. When you capture them, that is just a capture and you have to do some work in order to help with the, the whole entire process of what's happening. There's still marketing involved in there. There's still, you have to know your market. You got to know your numbers. You got to know your facts and figures and then be able to convey that in a way that it makes you look intelligent and knowledgeable, right? And then doing videos. So they're constantly seeing your face. You might not always be able to be, you know, across the table from them having a cup of coffee, but send them a video text like, okay, so we're still looking for that, you know, that perfect house for you. And maybe you have it, maybe it's not listed, maybe it's not whatever it is, or we're still looking for that perfect buyer for your house. You still have to put some work into it. It's not just capture, it's not just run the ads, capture the information, and then you go to the closing table. There's still more things to it. You said something very important is as real estate agents and even newer agents, I have the privilege of educating about 150 new real estate agents every month. And this is a, you are an entrepreneur and you are a relationship builder. Whether you pay to get leads or you come learn how to use your client relationship management tool and you take all of the classes that are provided to you through your office and your local association of multiple listing service, you have to learn how to convert, follow up, nurture the lead. It's a funnel. Like you, at first you get the lead, but then you have to, they have to get to know you. You have to explain what's happening in the market. 
And the agents that get that are the agents that will convert. People need to know who you are. It is not just I pay for the lead and someone's going to say, oh, she paid for the lead. I'm going to hire you. No, you have to put in the work. Yeah, you do. I mean, and it's, and that's part of the the dance. It's part of, it's part of the process that you have to go through to have the conversations to, and the conversations, you know, should not always be related to real estate. It shouldn't always be about, oh, are you looking to buy or sell? Are you looking to buy or sell? Or what's happening in the market? What's happening with the interest rates? There needs to be some personality to it. There needs to be some personalization to it. So then the human element is a factor. I always tell people, I mean, I love technology, but the human element is a huge part of what you do as a real estate agent. If you're not leveraging the technology to make you look more human on things, right? And then also put that human element into, into play, you're, you're probably not going to succeed because there, people want to talk to a real person and they want to know that somebody cares about them and is listening to them. They want right. that. You can discern if they're willing to just do text or email. But you you still have to you you still have to have conversations you still have to communicate you still have to follow up and yeah you might even have to send a handwritten note yes yes those I mean those work those work um, the handwritten notes the postcards the mailers all of that stuff works it doesn't have to be and I and I was gonna because I don't remember if we talked about this Carrie too but when you were doing your um, your mailers that I love um, if you were using the let me go over here to our contact list um the ability to just send like print out the um the mailing labels so you can come in here and say um print mailing labels you can also print and so it will it will tell you if you have an incomplete address you know and you can see like oh i don't have a zip code i don't have zip codes for anyone and so then you can go in there and complete those addresses so this is how I you would say i i didn't know Okay. Because I am that person that know. I mean, I used to be an admin once upon a time in my life, so I'm. I just would do a mail merge and dump everyone in. But this is huge because the average agent was not an admin, right. and it. This goes back to get their name, address, email, telephone, telephone number, everything you can get. Because now I don't have to work that hard, and I got my labels over here. It yeah. works. It works. Love it. And you could and you could even take that as a PDF file and give it to somebody on like, you know, whatever and have them write it out in calligraphy if you're doing whatever it is. I mean, I use this for everything. My daughter's graduating later on this month. I'm gonna have someone write it out because my writing is sloppy. But um you can just do whatever it is. I mean, you there's so many different ways for for doing it. And one of the things that I think. Um, and this is what's so great about what we do here at Wise Agent is that Brandon, Brandon Wise, our CEO and, and founder, he was a realtor. So he was in your shoes. And these are some of the, like these little details, like the mailing labels, the return labels, those are things, those are some of the details that we've put into Wise Agent over the last 21 years that we've been around that just makes your life easier. So then you're not having to work harder and take, take a lot of those um, things, um, you know, and, and just do it manually. All right. So can you, go. can you address the, um, can you address the wise agent lead contact info augmentation info? Um, I'm okay. I'm going to assume that you're talking about the social media enhancement. So that I'm going to go ahead and show. So if we have, um, and I'm going to just use 
I'm going to use Camilla here as a, I'm going to delete her out of this account. So then I can show you, I'll show you a couple of things um, because we have a minute here. So I'm going to go into my Gmail and I got an email from Camilla and she's interested in um, buying a property on Paradise Lane, aren't we all? And, and so there's a button here. There's a Chrome extension that says add to wise agent. So this is a Chrome extension. I'm in Chrome. Um, this is a, a Gmail account. I can, with a click of this button, um, it will fill out whatever Google has on her, whatever her Google contact information is. And so um, within her Gmail account, right? And so whatever is attached to here. And not only then do I um, have this, if she had something more in her, um, in her signature, I could you know, copy and paste those over. Um, and then I can just click on this button that says add to wise agent. This little eyeball comes up. And what happens was, and you had seen that I deleted her contact. And what happens is we take this email address or whatever email address of your, from your contact and we scrape, scrape social media. And so, and Camilla has not updated her title on her social media. I'm going to have to tell her. Um, so um, Camilla is an employee here, but it will bring in her picture. It fills out her, her contact information um, and then anything else. So I can also go in here and then read her LinkedIn bio. And then I can also use our Gmail conversation to view the email that she sent me. And so now if this is something and I'm already going through a transaction with her, I can add this as a note. I could add this as a note to one of my checklists that I have. So if she's buying this commercial property and there's, and if there was attachments, I would be able to also save those attachments into that checklist as well. So if I sent her some form that she needed to fill out and sign and she emailed it back to me, I can upload that with a click of a button um, as well. So the, that's, um, I'm hoping that's what that's you were asking. Nice. I got, you know, I have two, two emails, one for Florida and one for Illinois and one's Gmail and one is Outlook. Hmm. So maybe they'll both become Gmail. No. I'm going to convert. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's too much work. Not, at least not yet. One day. One day. Yeah, one day. But that was a good day. question. But you know, when we were talking, um, I, I liked the, one of the updates that you made with uh, OpenAI. Oh, yes. I can show that because I know you are. Um, you and Marky are are the ones that have really, and I love that. I love when I see um, people in this industry embracing the technology and the new technology that's coming out. So I'm going to go and I'm going to just talk you guys through this a little bit. So from our marketing dropdown, if you go to content library and then you click on create email or email content, this feature is available in letter and email, but it's also available in text. Um, I don't know why I always feel more, I always do it on um, email. But there's a button here that says AI Writing Assistant. And you can click on this button and you can type in a prompt here. So you can type in something like, why would, you know, um, write a blog, and I, I will do that while I'm talking, write a blog about why someone would move from West Chicago, Illinois, it doesn't have two L's anymore, <laughs> to, um, you know, Fountain Hills, Arizona. Oh, I know. I'm going to say, I'm going to change it. Here but why there. someone should invest 
And yeah, that's good. I think, you know. Yeah. In a movie. Just okay. like that and see what it gives okay. you. Okay. Um, so there we go. Because I'm I'm I've been trying to get Mark to to come out here too. Um, I know you guys are in Florida, but I'm trying to get you guys out here. We'll see. Um, but you can put in, so if I want to just give some information to somebody, compare two cities, like why would they moving, be moving into this neighborhood or why should they be going to this or, um, right, I know people are using this a lot on property descriptions, describe, you know, write a property description on 123 Main Street. Um, you can even put the tone that you want, um, that you want to say it in. So here you go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this to Mark, Carrie. There you go. <laughs> Um, so if you're looking for a fresh start, it puts it all in here for you. And now you can go ahead and you can even put in the prompt, you know, um, make the, write the email with a pink background and, you know, yellow font. I mean, you can get as wild and crazy as you want. Um, and so, and it will do it for you. So now I have these things in here and now what I can do is I can save this content as, um, you know, someone's moving, um, to Arizona, and then I can, you know, send this out and I can use this and reuse it every time I need to. So now this content will be available in my lead rules we were talking about earlier, right? We were saying like how you can send out an email message. Well, guess what? I have this content button here where I say, go to my content and I want to find this content on um, why somebody would be moving from Chicago to Arizona. My cousin is asking you if you're in Arizona because she's in Arizona. Oh, I am. Yes, Trina, she, I'm in Arizona. She, yeah, she's a realtor. Okay, we'll have to, don't try and sell my house from, from right from under me. <laughs> now, you know, she knows. Now she, she wants me to come out there and do a talk. So but yes. So um, very cool, Trina. But yeah, so this is now content that you have available. And it's not only available in, you know, in the lead rules. Of course, it's here. It's in your drip campaigns. It's available in your email contacts. So when you're sending out that message after the open house and you want to talk about, you know, some of you can even ask it like, what are the top five restaurants in this neighborhood? Um, and have that list. And now after the open house, Hey, it was lovely meeting you. Thanks for stopping by. And then give them some value. These are the top five restaurants in that area. And so then you That's can, great. you know, you can utilize that information as well. Right. That made it really easy. And, and what's great about having the AI feature included is a lot of times agents don't know how to think. We don't know how to get, we don't know what we want to say. And you could, if it doesn't give you what you want, you just go back and, and say it a different way. Yeah. And keep... Um, continuously keep asking the prompt. So it, it refines it to what it is that you're looking for, right? You, you want to make sure, but then I also will say this is that if it doesn't get refined to what you're looking for automatically through the chat GPT integration that we have, you, you got to edit it yourself. You should definitely read it, review it, make sure that it's accurate, make sure that you're abiding by all laws and regulations, make sure that you are, um, you know, that it's, it's also your tone. I think the tonality of what we send out in our messages, if you're very formal and it's a very casual tone, that might fall flat to your, um, to your clients. So make sure that it, it's kind of, it, it sounds like you, you know, yeah. I wouldn't say the word y'all around my friends in Chicago because they would, you know. Yeah, we do. We me. say it. We say y'all. I we, grew up, you know. Yeah. Well, Chicago, so I, we, we do not. 
Like we didn't say y'all, we didn't listen to country music. I like but, but that's not, I don't even think it has anything to do with that, but I just think it has to do with slang. I think slang, yeah. We we say you um you all or you guys, and then I know my picture is crooked. Did we said she said this before we started. She's aware. I am it's aware. Not crooked. It's, it's the way the table is set up. It's a I think it's the the curve of my camera. Yeah, I, but it is. Yeah, but I'm gonna say so funny that that must be killing, killing me. Like I get yeah. it. Like, John's like, I see your crooked picture, and I'm like, I know you. That's my pain. That is my pain. You guys feel it. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. So next week I'm gonna be in Washington D.C. for um, the meetings at um, National Association of Realtors, and we're gonna have a uh, table at the Expo Hall. So please come and see me there and my team. I'm gonna be hanging out with Carrie and Mark and Marky and all my friends. I've got, I, I couldn't see the list. There's too many people on here to see everybody, but um, I'm sure some of you are going to be there. Please stop by, say hi. Um, it, it is crooked. If um, I'll have to leave if you, can't, if you can't straighten it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna straighten it out. Uh, <laughs> but you made it, you made it. Um, we did. Um, so next week, I won't be hosting a webinar. I'll be back on May 18th with Brandon Wise, our CEO. Um, we're going to be talking about um, some best practices in to, to be utilizing in your CRM. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, Carrie. It was fun hanging out with you. Yeah, thank as you. Always. Thanks for having me. I'll always. see you in, in D.C. And I'll I might have an invite for you for a Monday event. Ooh, okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you all. See you next time. Bye, Carrie. Thanks. Bye.